1: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Living the Stream. I'm JJ Zacharyson, the late-round quarterback, and I am joined, as always, by my lovely, lovely co-host, Denny Carter. Denny, what's going on, my man?
2: Uh, well, one thing, I am recovering from the the Andrew Luck hate orgy that happened on Twitter last night.
1: That was pretty insane.
2: I I think I'll be okay after that. I know you you engaged happily in that.
1: I did that was one of the greatest nights of Twitter in my life
2: it was it, it was good I mean I was just it was just a happy a happy time but uh, I'm not your only lovely co-host today.
1: You're not We have a lovelier co-host on on the podcast today I'm sorry I'm sorry <laughs> but this is true on the podcast today we have the one and only Tom Everett Scott Tom what's going on man?
0: Not much guys thanks for having me on. I'm kind of freaking out right now.
1: Dude, we've we've been we've been we've been talking about you and via direct message with you forever now, and it's it just it, this needed to happen. You being yeah, on yep. the podcast needed to happen.
0: It did, it did. Ever since I heard my first Living the Stream podcast, um, when Denny threw up.
1: <laughs> Wait, isn't that every single? That's not every podcast.
0: It is, but but it was the first one, and it made me laugh out loud. It's <laughs> been booked ever since.
1: <laughs> that's awesome. So how did you how did you like find us?
0: I don't know. I really don't. It's like a convoluted. I just started to want to. It, it came from wanting to be better at fantasy football because my first couple of years, uh, I was really bad. And I don't know. I just kind of like started just the more I researched, the more I found like people who had different ideas and, and things that started to make sense to me. Like the guys in my league that were winning were the guys who were drafting late quarterbacks. So it's
1: mm-hmm. kind of how I found you. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great um so tom will be on the podcast today he's like the whole thing guys like tom tom doesn't mess around he's going to be doing all of this if you haven't checked out any of his work i went so i went on your imdb page again i mean i've I've stalked you a lot but um i i I went yeah Yeah. i mean no big deal but um i went on today you had you're you're like you have done so much oh
2: thanks
0: yeah like it's
1: insane including including santa pause too
0: yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going to lie. That was uh, that was one of the best experiences I've ever had uh, as a dog who you know, <laughs> or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh,
1: how many so do you is is that thing you do still the the, the recognizable uh, part that you've had?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's the one that like I have to suggest to people who don't know how they know me. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to be like, mm, you know, that thing you do. It's kind of like I get that more than anything is how do I know you?
1: Right. And I'll
0: be uh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, that thing you do. No, oh, what's that? And I'm like, oh, uh, Tom Hanks directed. And they're like, yeah, yeah, I've seen it. You're in that. And I'm like, yeah, right. right. Yeah. It's
2: like, uh, you That's, guys don't know my, my struggle. Can I ask real quick? Uh, did did uh, Is the emoticon wearing sunglasses based on your <laughs> character? <set? laughs> I get a little bit of a royalty every time someone uses one. Hey, well, then, then you're getting a lot of money from me because I use that for everything. Like every, <laughs> my, my mom will text me and be like, I'm, I'm coming to pick up the baby. And I just, I just you know, shades, boom.
1: Oh, that's unbelievable. So uh, you're, and you're doing, like you were just, okay. So th- actually this is hilarious. Whenever you tweeted that picture out, we have to talk about the picture of you yes. wearing, of you wearing the Living the Stream shirt with Emma Stone. Yeah. And so what were you, what was, what was going on there? What, what were you working on?
0: Uh, That's a movie with um, with Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling. It's called La La Land. That's the working title. I don't know if that'll be the final title. Mm. And I don't know if you saw this movie last year. It was called Whiplash. It was about a drummer. Yeah, yeah. um, Mm -hmm. uh, The director from Whiplash is uh, directing this movie. Yeah,
1: awesome.
0: So yeah, so it's a really great opportunity for me. I got to work with Emma a lot and. I don't know. I was like, oh, I was like, right around that time that you guys put the shirts on. I'm like, oh, I'm definitely getting a shirt. And then you guys made some comment like, oh, I can't wait to see Tom on the set of some movie wearing a shirt. I'm like, like what would that, what would that look like? Like, I, I wanna, I wanna give the guys a, you know, a shot of me doing something. But I'm like, it's gotta be good. It's gotta be something good. That
1: was that was I mean that, that was that was the <clears throat> the best hashtag branding that we could have ever asked for.
2: It, it was, and it, and it and it caused you know like a thousand of our you know listeners on Twitter to, to be like, oh my god, Emma Stone's touching a T-shirt of living the Dream.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean like like if yeah. you think about it, you think about the demographic that listen to this podcast, which are the nerdiest human beings on the face <laughs> of the earth, and and you combine that with someone wearing that podcast shirt standing next to, to Emma Stone, who's who's you know a, a star, and it's and and someone who who nerds would would instantly fall in love with? I mean, it was it was pretty hilarious. Yeah, and I
0: was nervous too to be like, you know, hey, will you, you know, take a s- selfie with me, you know, in sure. this shirt? Like, I didn't really want to know. I don't know how to set it up. Did, did you
1: did you did you say in this shirt? Like, because no, uh, that, that would be that would be that would be pretty okay. creepy. <laughs>
0: Thank God, no, no, uh, no. I was just saying goodbye to her. It was like my last day, and uh, and I said, "Hey, do you mind if I get a selfie?" She's like, "Oh my God, yeah, let's do it." I'm like, "Thank God, I'm wearing the shirt right now. It's perfect." <laughs> that's, oh, that's amazing. great, Tom.
2: man. Yeah.
1: So we we're we're like your our, the living the stream T-shirts like your closer. It's it's that's your it. it's 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 the last shirt that you wear on set, so that's people remember friend. that.
0: That's right. That's do you right. have a
1: Do you have a dad runner shirt, Tom? I did. I got a run like a dad shirt, and yeah. uh, it's in
0: the wash right now. Sorry. Uh, I'm trying to break it down. <laughs> no, I'm trying no. to break down that hard that hard like yeah, decal on it.
1: Yeah, yeah, cuz they're not they're not like the the most extremely good quality t-shirts. No, yeah. it's cool though. I just have a
0: pet peeve when like you get a shirt and it's awesome, but it has one of those thick decals that's kind of like
2: bulletproof, you yeah, know? Right, yeah, hey, yeah, I
1: totally hear you. I'm, I'm
2: totally just trying to wear totally. it down.
1: Yeah, it's uncomfortable.
2: I I can tell you that 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 one gets attention. I every time I wear it, my dad <laughs> run a t-shirt, I no matter where I am, just walking around one time I was at a mall, yes, a mall. And uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> one time I was at a at, at some sort of party, and people were like, "That that what is that? Like I, I have I have to know." It, it was a huge attention getter, and you know me loving attention. I I love that shirt.
1: I, I wonder, I wonder, like when people see that though, like what what their thought is because. Like I think that we automatic, I mean, now obviously because we've been talking about it so much, but we automatically think of it in such a different way th- right. th- than what the average person does. Like, what, what would what would their instant react? Like, what are they actually feeling? I do run like a dad, though. Yeah, <laughs> totally. you know, like
0: like you hear like jangling of keys. I kind of keep my <laughs> arms up, kind of high. I don't. It's a
1: trot. Yes, the the jangling the jangling of keys is pretty clutch there. Like, I mean, are you wearing like do you wear a carabiner with your keys? No, I Okay, don't. good. Okay, good. You're not that kind of person. Okay. Because <laughs> th- th- like I, I, I'm picturing, I'm picturing like, p- like not just for you, but like the, the typical dad runner for me is someone who, uh, th- socks aren't totally high. I don't mean totally high socks. Okay. I mean like, you know, t- like not ankle socks, but a little bit bigger, medium sized socks. And then they're wearing, yep. they're wearing new balance shoes with, with the white, white ones with yeah. the, with the, with the blue N on it.
0: And I that, felt bad, like I was like New Balance.
2: They just fit me the best, right? You know?
1: Right, and ex- right. exactly that is that's why totally I wear
2: them. Right. I I go on a run every day, and every day I think of JJ calling me a dad runner, and I try and I try not to run like a dad. But then by the end of the run, I'm like you know bent over, clutching my shorts, trying to catch my breath. And I'm like, God, I run like a damn dad. Yeah,
1: yeah. The faster you pump your your arms, to the the more of a, a dad you are. Yep. Yeah. 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 Absolutely, I think we got that locked down. We know exactly what dad runners are. Ah, uh, anyway, all right. So, uh, Denny, before we uh, before we get into last week's streamers and this week's streamers, why don't you talk about our sponsor?
2: Yes, uh, DailyFantasyCafe.com. dot uh, It is uh, a great site with at least uh, three or four really useful tools uh, that I that I use every week uh, to write my column uh, for DFC as. We call it and uh so check it out uh, they have a stack generator that uh, has been really helpful especially in gpps it's uh, a daily fantasy cafe.com.
1: sweet uh and then also as always go to late slash shop and buy one of the t-shirts that we were just talking about because all of the proceeds at the end of the season are going to go to no kid hungry uh denny let's look back at what happened in week eight overall a pretty good a pretty good week uh yeah. It started out really awesomely. Whenever the Chiefs' defense decided to go absolutely ham on on Matthew Stafford in that offense, and they they put up 14 fantasy points without even scoring a touchdown, which yeah. 14. Obviously, we say this every week, but it depends on your scoring system. But yeah, I mean they were top five option this week, so props on that call.
2: Yeah, I was, I, they they exceeded uh, everything I thought they could do. Honestly, I, I was I was a little nervous on that one. I, I was hoping you know that they could hold their own and you know maybe six, seven, eight points somewhere in that range, but uh you know the, the Lions are hashtag not good. So yeah, hashtag
1: not great at football. No. Uh and then the Falcons scored two points. That was kind of a disappointment. Um yes. against against really Jameis Winston. Like Jameis Winston didn't even target Mike Evans that much. I know. I know man. It was crazy. Um Tom, what defense did you use last week? Uh, in a couple different leagues,
0: I have the Vikings, which I've been kind of going with each week. They've been yeah. doing all right,
1: yeah. but
0: uh, it was critical this this week. I lost with the Packers D. They basically mm. brought me down in a close game. Mm.
1: That's rough. Yeah. That is because yeah. r- pa- Peyton decided to be a thing again. Yeah, uh, uh, well, of course, of, of mind, course. Right after we talked about it,
0: right. And in the back of my mind, I was like, wait, Peyton Manning gets a couple weeks to think about it like is he gonna come with the rest is he gonna come out of there kind of looking good or right. better than he has been and he did
1: yeah he did he did he looked he I, i'm not we're not gonna deem that he's back though denny definitely can't deem that he's back i don't well, think he can because he's he's too
0: old
2: right i mean he's just kind of too fragile yeah yeah you would think yeah. look i mean the guy's still qb 27 on the season i mean you know
1: yeah i mean he didn't he didn't throw a touchdown pass yeah
2: he didn't throw a touchdown pass right yeah right. he's fine he's not very good
0: but they uh, for like 500 yards.
1: And- yeah, yeah right, right, right. I mean, Demarius went down on the one, so, like twice. So. Twice, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it could have been It could have been a really big game, and it was, it's just hilarious that this happens to us all the time where we completely, like, over-exaggerate and trash someone, and then that week the guy goes off. That's just how it, how it goes. Um, at the tight end position, we had Larry, Donnell, Donnell. I'm never going to get it Right. No he got had. he got hurt right uh, yeah. in that game, so he scored three point two PPR points. Ah,
2: it's so disappointing. Too. I really feel like he would have been a big part of that scoring fiesta. But. Process
1: the process was definitely correct because that that was a scoring fiesta. Because we also had had the number one tight end of the week last week, which is very difficult thing to do when you are streaming tight ends. Benjamin Watson had twenty nine point seven PPR points last week against the Giants. Wow, which was phenomenal uh, at quarterback. Unfortunately, Fitzmagic got hurt. Yeah. That was one of the saddest things that happened during the day. Yeah. That and yeah. Steve Smith and Steve Smith's injury. Um, and that, So Fitzmagic only had two fantasy points. Sorry if you used them. Other than that, though, we had the Konami code going, man. All three of the quarter- other quarterbacks that we used scored rushing touchdowns, Phew. which is kind of lucky, but it's kind of awesome at the same time. We had Joe Flacco, who put up 23 fantasy points. Alex Jesus-Smith. Who ran for just as many yards as Aaron Rodgers threw for, oh. uh, which was amazing. Is that right? Yeah, something I mean, he had like seventy six rushing yards, didn't he? Jeez. Yeah. Uh and then and so he scored twenty seven point six fantasy points. And Jay Cutler, nineteen point five four fantasy points. Thank God for that rushing touchdown. Poof. <laughs> yeah, it. yeah, that would've that would have been kind of rough too. But overall, I mean, you can't you can't be mad at those results. No. Oh. Given, given we used some pretty trashy quarterbacks last week. And we're going to be doing the same this week, to be honest. Yeah. All right, Denny. Week 8, talk about some defensive streamers.
2: All right, so uh, it turns out that Blaine Gabbert is indeed starting for the 49ers, uh, as unbelievable as that sounds to anyone who's ever watched Blaine Gabbert play football. Um, so this the kind of uh, makes me reminisce uh, back to the old days when – the strategy of streaming was just stream against the Jaguars, stream against Blaine Gabbert, and uh, I don't think I don't see any reason to go away from that this week. It's Nostalgic,
1: um, to be honest,
2: it is. No, it really is. I mean, this is like this is like how I like got started in, in fantasy was you
1: know,
2: <laughs> I mean, my, my like my greatest moment early on was calling was calling the Colts defense against Blaine Gabbert on a Thursday night Island game. Yeah, when the Colts defense was horrendous, right and you know, I got a lot of like, no, no, I'm not doing that. And they picked him off like three times, two for touchdowns. I was and oh God, that was glorious. But anyway, uh, uh, so the so the Falcons, obviously, I I I think that they're just a no brainer top streamer this week. Um, you know, we talk about targeting quarterbacks who are inaccurate historically, and Gabbert might actually be historically inaccurate. His he has fifty eight point two percent. Uh, career completion rate which is just abysmal um the last time he was a starter uh was in 2013 and he had a 43 percent completion rate uh that year uh in in three and a half games so uh he is he's bad the you know the the vegas line says that the falcons um should put the niners in a really bad spot you know where they're going to have to take to the air so just just you know set it and forget it with atlanta Uh, but my, my second stream of the week, uh, has to be new Orleans, uh, which, you know, obviously is not a good defense, but, uh, Tennessee is coming apart at the seams. I know that, uh, I've seen some word that, um, Marcus Mariota might be back this week. Um, if, if Mettenberger plays, the saints are to me very close, uh, very close to the Falcons as the top stream of the week. Although I would, I would have to side with the Falcons anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, get get the Saints if you can't get the, the Falcons. Did, by the way, did you see that tweet from the Falcons official team account?
1: Yeah, that was pretty incredible. They said yeah. they said how they, they said, uh, or the, the, the 49ers tweeted out that the reason, or someone from the 49ers tweeted out that the reason that they didn't play Gabbard last week was because they didn't want to play him against a good defense, basically. Yeah, well, they, they wanted to wait for this
2: week. They wanted to wait for the soft Atlanta defense. And, yeah, that's incredible. And the, the Falcons account just responded by uh, by quoting a retweet and saying, "Oh, <laughs> that's so good. I, that's so. Whoever did that it deserves a raise. That's that's a that's a great response. I mean, yeah. it, it doesn't get better. It got retweeted tens of thousands of times. Yeah, yeah. Really, um,
1: really- so, Tom, how many how many leagues are you in?
2: I'm
0: in four, uh, five, if you count the one that my son is in.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Very nice. So do, do people, do people practice streaming in them?
0: Um, I'm, I'm definitely the, you know, the more, uh, likely to stream, especially like, um, like I'm the commissioner of one league and it's like 12 teams and, uh, you know, they all, everyone like, like makes fun of me because I like wait and wait and wait. Right. Like I got, and I got Dalton, you know, I just waited till Boom. literally, yeah. You know, and I, I love it, but um, yeah, I'm playing with a lot of guys who, who don't, don't follow it as close. Are they,
1: are they at least, cause I'm, I'm always curious about this. Cause a lot of, a lot of the leagues now that I'm in, it's just like my home league. And then basically these, you know, quote unquote expert leagues and stuff. And are, right. are people, are people playing the same defense week in and week out?
0: there are people who do yeah and across like the four leagues that i'm in i would say you know each each one has like a you know a small percentage of guys who are really super into it Mm -hmm. guys who like it and they do okay and then there's guys who just kind of like set it and forget it yeah 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 okay um yeah but um no it just it's logical you know like so many of these um you know, like what you guys talk about is is so logical and just kind of fits with how it goes. And I'm thinking about as the commissioner of that league, I'm thinking about changing it to and I've been list, like following you on Twitter, JJ, like recently where you were going back and forth about roster
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, structure, like, you know, maybe main, changing our league to like a two quarterback league and yeah. Yeah, and adding like maybe another flex spot.
1: It's it's gotten to that point. I mean, like I yeah. I and, and like people think that like I and Denny, you probably would agree with me. Like we would rather have super flex leagues.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's getting to yeah, it's getting to the point where it's like. It's like, yeah, of course you take a quarterback late because it's so it's such a replaceable position, duh. And, you right. know, that's but Superflex adds a whole element of skill that's just not there in, in, in normal formats.
1: Yeah, and the thing that I love about Superflex is that you can still go late round quarterback and, and but but you actually you actually might gain a bigger advantage if if your league goes to a superflex or a two QB league just because it forces people to then draft quarterbacks early, but you really can get away with the Josh McCowns of the world that literally, I mean, they still go in the double-digit rounds because they're they're so wor- perceived to be so worthless. It's crazy. Right.
2: Yeah, exactly. I, I think the the one risk with the Superflex League is like is is getting is I mean, you could go the YOLO approach completely, but uh, it's like running out of. Of, of quarterback options uh which, mm. which you know i guess for two qb is what i'm talking about but but super flex obviously is a little different i that, that's just something i've run into in, in in that sort of sort of format
1: yeah no doubt no doubt about it all right let's uh let's look at the quarterbacks um tom do you have any guesses of who who the quarterbacks are this week
0: oh <laughs> uh, yeah quarterback streamers this yeah week? do you have any guesses do i have any guesses yeah let me, let me look at my uh let me look at the line this week so like would would um yeah but you i mean this is what i've been finding though that a lot of people are like just starting to stash a ton of quarterbacks there's they like are. On-
1: i know i know the ownership percentage stuff is so difficult right now mm-hmm. it, when you're when you're doing this podcast like it's so hard to like cater to so many different leagues because so like i've never seen it like this how, how different people are treating the position well like if people drop Tyrod, he could be streamed. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's I was gonna say that at first you know, like Ty God would be above these guys. There's two guys that would be above Gino. these guys, I think. Gino
0: Smith's gotta be streamable. Gino right?
1: Gino's gonna be on the list. That's a good yep. that's a good call. I'll talk about Gino first, since you since you brought him up. And you can you, you can you can keep you can keep guessing after I, I talk about Gino here. Uh so it depends on what's gonna happen in in that uh whoever plays behind center cuz you have Fitzpatrick who apparently like doesn't have a thumb anymore but he's <laughs> but he's still going to play football uh potentially like he he's there he's requiring surgery but they're not saying I mean they're saying that he's day to day so to me if Fitzmagic goes that means that he can just handle the pain which is what they're saying i think he's a really really good streamer because of the matchup i mean they're playing Jacksonville, the only quarterback that didn't score fifteen point two six or more fantasy points against the Jaguars this year was Cam Newton back in Week One. If you recall, there was just kind of a weird transition going on uh, for the Panthers at that time with Kelvin Benjamin out and so on and so forth. Um, according to number fire metrics, which are schedule adjusted, uh, the Jags have the twenty eighth best pass defense in the league, so that's not great. Um, the the team or the game total is forty two for this game, but uh, the Jets are six-point favorites, so if you you know look at the implied team total, it's about 24, and that's higher than than a lot of other teams this week. So I think just putting it all together, it, it, it makes sense that a guy like Gino or Fitzpatrick would be good plays. I would play Fitzpatrick pretty confidently if he if he goes, because that just means that his his pain tolerance is fine. Uh, but then you know with, with regards to Gino, I mean Denny's more of a truther than I am, but. <laughs> But with with regards to Gino, I mean, you can get those rushing points and stuff, but you are looking at a pretty bad floor. Um, yeah,
2: I mean, yeah, Gino always comes with a, with a, trust me, we talked about this at the Gino Truthers meeting last week, and, <laughs> uh, and especially, you know, he has bruised ribs, I think, or something. Similar. Right, yeah, I mean,
1: so does Andrew Luck, I don't know if you heard, but Andrew Luck's ribs were hurting last night, only, well, they were hurting only when he threw interceptions and incomplete passes.
2: Jeez, you're so brutal. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, no. I the the matchup is right. I mean, like you said, the, the the Jags have only shut down one quarterback this year, and it was Cam Newton. Everybody else is ha, has done pretty well. Three of the last five quarterbacks to face them have uh, scored over twenty points.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's been bad. And the other thing too is that it's nice that the Jags offense is kind of competent to keep games going and moving. Uh, you know, and that's that's good as long as as long as Blake Bortles doesn't uh, you know poop himself like he did last year so many times. <laughs> Um, all right, Tom. Any other guesses for for quarterback streamers?
0: Um, did I did I say Tyrod? Can we edit that out? Sure. I, I meant to say Ty Tygod. Ty uh, yeah. Yes. I was I was wondering. I was a little yeah. offended, but it's you know. Yeah, that is kind of I offensive. I forgot where I was.
1: Um. So you. So uh, yeah. Tygod is, is. Would Ty God be your play this week?
0: I mean, I have him in in a two quarterback league that I'm definitely going to you know be playing him. Um,
1: the Dolphins yeah. secondary is is pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Is is pretty not good. So that's that's a really solid play. Another guy that that is higher ownership that I'm not going to mention on the podcast this week that I don't mind is Derek Carr. Um, I am I I but I'm also to the point where I I don't want to I don't want to play quarterbacks against Pittsburgh anymore because it's the least predictable venture that you can possibly go on. Yeah, well they started
0: home? off like they were beatable and now yeah they're, they're tough.
1: It doesn't. It, so this is the thing with Pittsburgh is their corners and their safeties are horrendous. They're just getting a lot of pressure on the quarterback, and it's 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 allowing it's it's really you know overshadowing how bad that secondary is.
2: Right, right. I, no one has time to throw. I mean, you look at uh, Andy Dalton last week. He and he was even on on you know pretty decent plays that he had. The, the very few that he had, he was pressured and, and was flushed out of the pocket. So. Uh, yeah, the, the, that secondary is totally being masked by, by a really good, uh, pass rush.
1: Yeah. I mean, I still don't really mind Carr though. Overall, he's had a pretty high floor. I mean, I can't believe I'm saying this because I, 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 I hated Derek Carr so much. You um, too. but really like, if you look at, if you look at the, the Raiders numbers, their pass pro hasn't been horrible. The only two games where he saw more, uh, five or more quarterback hits were against the Jets and the Broncos, which are two of the best defenses in the NFL, um, so, I, you know, I'm not overly worried about uh, Carr this week. I think that I would play him over maybe – I'd probably put him in the same tier as this guy that I'm going to talk about. Is Jay Cutler. Um, he's, he's the DGAF master. Uh, the Bears are going up against uh, San Diego on Monday for a game with uh, that has a reasonably high 49.5 uh, over-under, which is awesome to see. Uh, the Chargers are our favorites in that game, but it's not by much, which which gives, you know, a decent implied team total for the Bears – um, the Chargers have been slowly getting worse in the secondary from in, in terms of fantasy points against, in terms of the advanced metrics we use at Numberfire, all of the above. Um, and they actually now rank 22nd in the league against the pass according to schedule-adjusted metrics. And, and really, if you look at who they faced, so they faced Matthew Stafford, Andy Dalton, Teddy Bridgewater, Michael Vick, Josh McCown, Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr, and Joe Flacco. The quarterbacks to not finish in the top 12 against them were Stafford, Bridgewater, and Vick. And I, you know, Jay Cutler has been a better fantasy quarterback than all three of those passers. So yeah. um, I think just overall, uh, I, I think Cutler, the other thing too, with Cutler, he's scored between the last four weeks since he came back from his injury, he's scored between 17.24 and 19.54 fantasy points in every single week, which yeah. is, which is pretty crazy. Um, just the, 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 consistency that he's showing. He did this last year too. It's just that he really shat the bed towards the end of the season um, in, in good matchups, too, which was really a shame to see. But, um, you know, Cutler's a guy who traditionally, you know, matchups haven't been a huge, huge deal. He usually produces. And now with Forte out, you know, he might be looking more to Martellus Bennett, to Alshon Jeffrey, Marcus Wilson if Eddie Royals out, too. Uh, you know, I, I think Cutler overall is a really, really strong play. I'd probably put him in the same tier as, as Derek Carr.
2: My favorite part of that, uh, that 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 whole rant there, which is really good, is that you just casually drop shat.
1: I did, I and, did. I
2: mean, that's it, just a word that we use on this on this podcast. Well, it's, it's an
1: obvious it's, use there, right? It's
2: it's good for the brand.
1: I use shat all the time. What's wrong with using shat?
2: <laughs> no, it's just funny, I mean, you know. Like, and he shot the he, he shot the bed. He, and did. Good match-ups. Like, <laughs> he did. I mean, that's the proper past tense
1: of. That's cr- Yeah, we're just proper here.
2: No, right. I mean, you could teach a master class in, uh, in, in the English language, I think.
1: Yeah, that would, that would be bad. <laughs> they better not read my Twitter then. <laughs> um, so, all right. So we have, we already talked about the Jets, talked about Cutler. Obviously Cutler and Carr are the two, uh, you know, top guys if Carr's out there. And then Ty God as well. One guy that I think is really interesting this week is Jameis Winston. Um, the reason for that is because we saw how bad the Giants secondary can be last week. Uh, Jameis has actually never scored fewer than 12 fantasy points in his entire career in the NFL, his entire career never scored fewer than 12 fantasy points. So like four games, like four games. (laughs) Uh, No, but uh, like, it's, it's not, it's not pretty like watching Jameis Winston is not going to be a good experience. It's it's the same thing as watching even Cutler kind of like Alex Smith. Just, just look at their final stat line and just be okay with it. Um, but the thing that I really like about this game is that it's the fourth highest team uh, team total of the or game total of the week, uh, and the Bucks are only two point five point underdogs. So, I, I and the other thing to this too is that we're, this could be a good transition. Denny uh, is if Austin Safarian, Jenkins goes, mm-hmm. I think Winston is close to that same tier as Cutler and Carr and, and, and Tygod uh, from a streaming perspective because the Giants are terrible against tight ends. Transition. Go ahead, Denny. Say go. Yeah.
2: Good transition. So, yeah, if ASJ is active, uh, which you know he may he may be, I think he's trending up injury-wise. Uh, yeah, the Giants are, I mean, we talk about the Raiders being exploitable for tight ends. Uh, the Giants are right there, I think, with Oakland. Uh, let me just read you the, the number of receptions that the Giants have given up to tight ends per game this year. Uh, 10, 4, 6, 11, 6, 5, Seven ten. I mean,
1: Crazy. I know
2: that just rattled off, but that, that that's they're just giving up a, a tremendous, really floor um, to uh, to opposing tight ends. And uh, we know that when ASJ is is active, uh, that that he is a part of that passing attack. Um, you know, if Vincent Jackson misses a, a, another game, I think that that just boosts. Uh, you know, this just makes me more bullish uh, on uh, on ASJ. So. Um, you know, I think we should start treating the Giants like we treat the Raiders. You know, like look mm-hmm. for the tight end who's who's going against the Giants and and, and get that person. Um, just looking forward in, in their schedule, um, I don't see many streaming opportunities because they play the Giants play um, New England next, and then they have a bye week, and then they play Washington. I'm sure Jordan Reed is is owned in your league. Uh, so you know, going forward, I don't know if we'll be able to to really exploit them on this show, but. Um but definitely look, look to the Giants when you're when you're looking for a good tight end matchup.
1: Yeah, and you mentioned the Raiders, so I'll mention my boy Heath Miller. Uh he saw thirteen targets last week, which is really interesting. I don't know if there's really any correlation to this, or there is correlation, but I don't know if there's any causation to this, of Heath Miller seeing higher volume with Le'Veon Bell out of out of the picture. Because mm. you know, earlier in the season, weeks one and two, Miller saw some volume, especially against the Patriots. Last week Le'Veon goes down, he sees thirteen targets against the Bengals. Um, and obviously they have the dream matchup against Oakland this week. Just to just to tell you how bad Oakland's been. Uh, Eifert, week one, number two tight end, Gilmore, week two, number one tight end, Barnage, week three, number two tight end, Martellus, week four, number one tight end, mm. Ladarius, week seven, number four tight end. Uh you know, in between there you had Owen Daniels, who isn't a part of that offense, yeah. who was a complete bust. And then last week so the the Jets actually have I I, I did the the uh, podcast the Fanduel podcast earlier today with my better co host and um Jim Sa- Jim Sanis mentioned that the Jets had the Jets have targeted their tight ends a total of thirteen times this year, which is the amount of times that Heath Miller saw targets last week just to show you why the Jets really weren't that effective against the Raiders but they did score a touchdown so um, <clears throat> I think it's a really good matchup. Heath is out there on on the majority of of waiver wires, and I think, you know, if ASJ goes, I think I would still I would play ASJ over Heath because I think he has more upside personally. Uh, but I think Heath has a pretty tremendous floor this week.
2: And and uh, most importantly, Tom, what do you think of JJ taking a, a weekly pot shot at me with this uh, <laughs> my better co host nonsense?
0: It's you know it's like watching my kids fight, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Just kind of hoping you'll figure it out, and, you know. <laughs> <apologize>. <laughs> hey, go each other. Hey, yeah, I got a couple questions on tight ends this week. Yeah. Okay. What do you guys think about Vernon Davis now, a member of the Broncos, going is, against Indianapolis?
1: That is a great question because I think people were asking on Twitter too. I, me personally, and Denny, you can you can disagree, but I know Denny's done a lot of work on on Peyton Manning tight ends. Um, but my hot take is that um, it's not 2011. Actually, it's not 20, 2012 because 2011 was when his neck was screwed up. Um, it's not 2012. It's not 2010. It's not 2009 when these guys were incredible at football. Um, I'm just not super into Vernon Davis or even adding Vernon Davis in, in season long. I mean, if you have a deep roster, you know, sure, it's a flyer. But to me, I think people are just going to naturally overspend because of the names.
2: And yeah, man, no, that that's definitely uh, the, the, name, the name value is, is there. I, I, I will say, though, that uh i mean owen daniels is like a shadow of of his former self uh and we saw that last year i mean last year with the ravens you know even after uh, dennis pitta rest in peace went down um you know daniels was the, among the least efficient tight ends yeah. in, in in every way you know per target per pass route everything so he's it's not like just a it's been a steady decline that's really showing itself this year um and i you know vernon davis is is you know a freak athlete you know i I, it just it makes me it does make me bullish on him longer term but i am hesitant to just like roll roll him out you know three days after four or four or five days after he joins the team
1: i'm I'm really i I want someone to put an animated gif together of owen daniel's headshots to show how his his parted hair has gotten more and more parted as the years (laughs) have gone on because he's He's in total one million percent. He might be in grandpa mode right now, the way this that his hair been, is
0: looking. This has been an amazing year for
2: NFL haircuts.
1: It has been. Oh, oh my gosh, it has. Which I, my favorite is still Antonio Brown. Yeah.
2: It, it, it is astounding. But you're right about about Daniel's part. It's a, it's a it's a it's a bad situation because he doesn't have the part like cut into his hair, which is right. which he's like forcing it. It looks like a Dan Rather part, honestly. <laughs>
1: that's quite the, the name did you was there another tight end
0: there was um Danell was he hurt I mean going up against Tampa Bay they're kind of soft against the tight end right
1: yeah I haven't seen the have you seen the injury report because that's your boy Denny
2: yeah no it, they, they haven't said if he'll be able to play but you're right Tom actually uh, wow uh, last let's see last two weeks against tight ends they've allowed t- 24 receptions <laughs> including three touchdowns so uh, oh yeah, so, yeah
1: Jacob Tamme this past week
2: yeah, if Darnell plays, then then yeah, that's 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 a really good call. And I, I actually wanted just for for like really deep uh, leagues. Tammy is not an awful play when 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 you adjust for strength of schedule. Uh, the Niners are bottom eight against tight ends, and you know the Falcons are projected to score a ton of points in that game. So, um, you know, for those scraping the bottom of the barrel, uh, Tammy, Tammy's out there. And I think like, like 85% of leagues.
1: Hey, I'm adding, I'm going to add Larry Donnell to, to this podcast, to our streamers this week. And that is Tom's pick. Yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah. As long as he's healthy. I guess. Yeah. yeah, As long as he's healthy. Of course you got hurt. Yeah. That wouldn't be right. All right. So just to recap, we got Heath, Larry Donnell. Am I saying, is it Danell?
2: I thought it was Donald, man. Oh, my God. Man, I'm so Donald. bad.
1: You cha- you guys change – both of you. Tom, you're part of this now too. You guys <laughs> change it every time. That's
2: ridiculous.
1: And uh, ASJ. And then we have at quarterback, you know, Ty God and Derek Carr, they're they're right there. Ty God, probably the best um, option. And then Jay Cutler uh, would be probably the most reasonable streaming option because he's owned in only like 20% of leagues. Uh, and then I do still like Jameis Winston. And then if Gino plays, he's fine. Uh, and if Ryan Fitzpatrick plays, I'd, I'd put him closer to that Jay Cutler tier uh, in general. And then on defense, we had uh, who did you have again, Denny? The Falcons, the, the Falcons and the Saints.
2: Falcons, yeah, Falcons and Saints in, in that order. I mean, they're out there in, in, a, in a ton of leagues, so I don't know that going with a third streamer. Uh, sort of be hesitant, but actually the bear the I want to say that the Bears have a surprisingly high streaming score against the Chargers.
1: Yeah, all right.
0: Do the, do the Bengals have a good week, or do most people own them?
2: Yeah, more they're they're not a streamer, but yeah, no, I mean they're my my god, they're at home right against
1: Johnny Manziel. Yeah, they're like eleven point favorites. By the way, Jeremy Hill, this is his week. It's happening finally. It could. Jeremy Hill week. Get ready. It's 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 like revenge. Do you remember last year when they had this exact same island game and it was in Cincinnati and Jeremy Hill was a huge value in DFS because. <laughs> Geo Bernard was hurt, and Jeremy yeah. Hill was stepping in, and then Jeremy Hill shat the bed. I'm going to do shat again. <laughs> there
2: was so much shatting. There was so much shatting in, that, was so was much shatting that, game. in that game.
1: That was an Andy Dalton had like a two quarterback rating. It was awful. Hopefully oh, that yeah, hopefully no, that doesn't that
2: was, happen. That anymore. was apocalyptic. Yeah. yeah, that
1: was legitimately the worst offensive performance I've ever seen in my life. Oh, that's that's not an exaggeration.
0: I remember where I was when that happened. I mean, I had you know, several teams, and I was at a I was at like a parents dinner for school and i was the tv was on in the other room and i was, just kept watching like jeremy hill you know, like cough it up like that that horrible fumble yes
1: out from behind or something yes yeah. i right. i the, the i remember that i remember where i was when that happened this is like this this huge historic event that's hilarious yes that's right, <laughs> right. it's unbelievable
2: i remember where i was during the, the literally the worst offensive performance in the history of the, of the nfl yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, only, only, only streamers would would remember stupid stuff like that because I think Dalton was a guy. Actually, maybe not because the Browns secondary is pretty. Yeah, bad. let's not talk about that. Anymore. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Let's get to some Twitter questions. The first one is at Black Bear Hockey Fan. He said, "Lost Lost Foster last week. Le'Veon this week. Do I take a vomit-inducing shower, cry, or run through a cornfield backwards naked?" <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> vomit-inducing. So, what would you would you rather would you rather, would you rather take a shower of vomit <laughs> or or run backward backwards through cornfields naked i mean that sounds like like a dream for you denny uh,
2: yeah well
1: both right. both it, instances actually it,
2: it, it's weird the second is is something i, I rarely think about but the, the the first you know the vomiting shower cry is actually pretty pretty clean because you know, it just goes right down the drain. So it's, <laughs> you know, you get, you get sick, the water hits you. I mean, you, you can wash off, you know, you can, you can, you know, uh, you know, uh, gargle with some water and get out, get the taste <laughs> out. You know, it's, it's just a, an overall very convenient situation if you're going to throw up over losing two fantasy players. Yeah. Wow. Wow.
1: Next one is uh, this, this is more of like a, this is, I don't know if either of you guys are going to know this reference. This is at bench stash ff. Who is the stick Stickly of the NFL? What? Well, I don't know what that is. See, Tom probably doesn't either.
2: No, stick Stickly?
1: He was that. He was that like stick on Nickelodeon. See, this is this is this is my time, guys. This
2: is generational.
1: This yeah. is very generational. I don't. I don't really. Probably Sam Bradford. He's I an easy.
0: I can pick up my kids from school right now if you want, and they can. <laughs>
1: there we go. Oh, sing. <laughs> Oh man! Next one is at Hendy La Char rest of season value. Um, that's his question basically. I
2: mean, with with all with the you know running back uh, Armageddon that 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 that's happened over the past few weeks is is West not uh, an RB one going forward?
1: I think so. He's playing. He's playing like ninety percent of the team snaps. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it,
2: it, it would shock me if he was not top twelve rest of season.
1: Yeah. Did you did you pick him up in any leagues, Tom?
0: Yeah, I have him. I did. Um I'm not doing so well in one of my leagues, so I had an early waiver wire pick and uh and I got him. Nice. It's
1: it's really crazy, like, I, whenever the charkhandrick thing was going on. By the way, to everyone listening, I got Charkhandrick West for, like, a dollar more than Denny in our Apex League. And it yeah, was and crazy. I was,
2: like, willing to go all in. I, I did, like, like like 60% of my budget, and, and JJ beat me by a buck. I, look, I, look,
1: and then the next two weeks, I lost Aaron. You put some curse on my team, and I lost Arian Foster and Steve Smith, so don't even talk.
2: That's brutal. Yeah, I Never super never brutal. forget. Never forget.
1: Never forget. Uh, this next one at Kevin John McLeod. I got this wrong last time too. McLeod, McLeod, uh, but it doesn't look like that at all.
0: Spell it. Spell it.
1: Okay, it's the last name's M C L E O D.
0: Isn't that just McLeod, like a fancy spelling? See, of you're
1: probably right. That's probably because that actually sounds like a last name.
2: Whatever it is, it's not McLeod. <laughs> it's
1: McLeod. <laughs> look, Denny, I'm 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 young. Okay. Yeah, Th- that's that's the reason is there a worse mario kart track than toad's turnpike after oh also better ppr flex ted Ginn or ryan matthews go ahead i mean uh, yeah luigi raceway not luigi raceway uh, luigi, uh mario raceway is the worst
2: i i think the beach one is the worst dude Coop- what is
1: wrong with you
2: no get get koopa troopa out, out of the out of the we hole. need okay
1: okay tom did, are you a gamer tom
2: well,
0: my, my kid is a professional gamer, and uh, so I've played some Mario Kart against my son and my daughter. They're both great at it. I enjoy the mushroom
1: one, but I'm terrible at video games. Okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah, I mean, dude, how can—Denny, how can you say Koopa Troopa Beach is the worst map?
2: Well, I mean, Toad's Turnpike, at least you can do, like, the, the hard turn. What do you call it? A sliding turn the entire way, almost.
1: Yeah, but they're—Denny. Uh, that's that's Denny. fun. Denny. Denny. <laughs> Your, your nice. d- delete, delete your, your everything. You know, listen, my, my
2: fantasy nice. takes are bad, but my, my, Mario Kart takes are terrible. Let's I,
1: answer the Ted, Ted Ginn or Ryan Matthews. So Ginn gets, gets the Packers, Ryan Matthews, the Eagles get the Cowboys. I mean, you don't know how Matthews is ever going to be used. I mean, you know, if he had,
2: honestly, if he had that gig to himself, I would, I would be head over heels, but I, uh, you know, so you I, would go,
1: you would go Ted Ginn. Yeah. <sighs> I guess. Who would, I mean, who god, would that's, you, Tom? Who would you go? I don't know. Is there a chance that coming out of the
0: buy that that Matthews will get more?
1: You I maybe. the The thing is, is that like, I mean, what's the what's the spread in this in this Eagles game? You got the the Eagles are favorites. I would I would probably play Ted Ginn. And then he uh, dropped that. Grade. Oh my god, that was ridiculous. That's because Cam. That's because Cam's not the MVP. That yeah. was like Cam's only accurate throw. <laughs> that was such a good pass.
2: By the way, JJ, I don't know if you saw. I, I waded into the Cam MVP waters today on Twitter. Did you? That was that was uh in not... in,
1: in positive light.
2: No. Oh,
1: nice. Oh yeah, that's right. You hate Cam. You?
2: No, not not fun. And I acknowledge that. I know it's not a good look for a white guy to be like Cam's terrible. But I mean, his his passing stats are beyond terrible. Okay, beyond. And I know that Ted Ginn is bad okay everybody everybody reminded me that i i must my mentions have 50 ted ginn references in them today but uh but his passing is his passing stats are horrendous he is not you know <clears throat> anyway we'll just go on from here
1: yeah that, that we can go down a rabbit hole with that yeah. pretty easily um this next question's of an incredibly good one especially with tom on the podcast tonight who is the best office character
0: Oh, which I'm um, assuming that's the American version.
1: Yeah, I mean, Tom, this is America podcast. Sorry, man.
0: Right. Sorry, <laughs> just
1: kidding. I'm, totally I'm
2: just such kidding. a such a snob. Um, <laughs> did you push your glasses up your the bridge of your nose? I did. <laughs> yeah, he you totally,
1: totally. He crossed his legs when he said that for sure.
0: <laughs> you heard me. Put my glasses up. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I I love the American office. Actually, uh, it's a good one. Uh,
1: that's probably top top five show pretty easily, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. I had a chance to be on it at the end. Oh, did you really? I did. I did. I really wanted to be on it.
1: Man, yeah, that's awesome.
0: Last, I mean, you yeah, didn't have was... the opportunity. Yeah, it was like it came down to me and this other guy, and he got it. Oh, it burned so bad. You, you mean you mean like as a regular character?
2: Like, as... no, there was
0: like a character of a. Um, you know how like the show is supposed to be a mockumentary, mm-hmm. and there's yeah. a camera crew. Yeah. And it was like the camera operator, or something like like has a like a relationship with uh, Pam. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I don't know why I'm talking about my failures on this podcast. But... <laughs> no, that's all we do. That's, that's all we talk did. about. This is that's perfect for is the it, podcast. It, it's okay. Oh yes, good. Yeah, Perfect. Yes. It's perfect. I, I feel better now. Yes. Good. Good. So. But, um, <laughs> so not that character because that character <laughs> that character's an asshole. <laughs> but I I I think you know. I think you, you, Michael Scott. I mean, yeah. come
1: on. Yeah. Like like if we're – okay. Let's just remove Michael Scott from the equation because that has to just automatically be the number one, right?
2: I don't know. I don't know.
1: Danny, well, you are such a freaking hipster. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you like Dwight Schrute? No, no, no. Listen, listen. I, My friends know this. I've been saying this for years. I want Jim to be my best friend. Okay,
1: okay. No, he's like, he's he's good. He's good.
2: Like like I want I want to hang out with him. I want to watch football with him. I want I want to I want to hug him occasionally. <laughs> I want to go on a double date with
1: Pam and Jim. I mean, yeah. no, that's that's fair. You know who's really underrated in in that show that I that I laughed at all the time? Hmm. Toby. Oh, Toby's great. Yeah, just on just the, that whole relationship was hilarious. Oh my god, the
2: hate, that the vitriol pointed <laughs> yeah, towards was... is just unbelievable in
1: that show. So good, so good. What a great show, though. Man. All right, next one. At Kyle Scudilla, rank these things Jason Witten would do if he worked in an office. Wow, that's weird that there's two yeah. office-related <laughs> questions in a row. Uh, a, drink out of a world's greatest dad mug. B, respond too short to... To respond quote-unquote too short to how was your weekend <laughs> <laughs> c tell war stories about shoveling snow at the at the coffee machine <laughs> that those are all listen he does all of those things yes and it's then cool. and then the last one is look awkward in jeans on casual friday <laughs> the, the the best the the too short was was the the greatest to how yeah. was your weekend right too short Whew, that was a great tweet great, great. yeah that's,
2: that's good. I think these office questions might come because i I had a burning hot take about the office last night on Twitter on Twitter, yeah what did you say? I said I said post Michael Scott office is hot garbage, and it's unwatchable yeah
1: I, I, that's that's not like super false. I mean, I don't yeah. think it's unwatchable though oh, it's it, I'm are you a, not a spader fan? no. Not at all. No, I mean I, I don't mean his character. I mean like in general.
2: No, yeah, in general, no, I'm not. I don't. I don't get the appeal. Of, I. I don't know who's out there being like. We need more
1: Spader. Do you, do you know? Do you know? Have you worked with Spader before, Tom? No,
2: no. And I. I really
0: have to agree with with Danny on this. Ooh, oh Oh yeah!
1: Damn! I see. I watch. I watch Blacklist. I'm that guy. That's because I'm like a 50 year old man. <laughs> but like, I, isn't that like a show? For, doesn't like don't like grandparents watch that show? yeah yeah oh. r- right totally so dude,
2: my grandparents stopped watching that show because it got too old for <laughs> yeah
1: exactly exactly <laughs> dude spader's good in that show though he's not bad in that show <laughs> oh you're so
2: old you're, you're, you're such an old soul <laughs> i am it's okay there's nothing
1: wrong with that uh next one at hey now underscore 15 where does playing julie the cat gaffney versus gunner stall rank amongst all-time great streaming plays why I don't God. know
0: what that he's means. More of the young kids, right? No, this is a this
1: is an incredible reference because in the movie D two the Mighty Ducks, okay, oh. okay, okay, they streamed the goalie oh. in D two at the end of the game. Gunnar Stahl, the Iceland forward, the the beast man. He's going to he's in the shootout in the hockey shootout. I know that Denny hates hockey. I don't know if you hate hockey, Tom, but ah, it's all right. Yeah, so they're doing a shootout. And they take Goldberg out, who is the worst goalie in the planet. He shouldn't have been starting anyway. And they stream the goalie and put in Julie the Cat Gaffney, and she saves it. They, oh, they-, they stream the goalie. That isn't that. That reference is an incredible. St- uh, real life streaming reference. Right.
2: That, that, that is. It's also uh, the point in the movie where they decided this, to bench the horrible goalie and play the incredibly talented uh, uh, female goalie who was deserving of the gig the whole time. So right. thank you, Mighty Ducks.
1: Yes. It's, it's it's teaching us lessons. Have you worked with Emilio Estevez?
2: No, I haven't. No. Oh.
1: Emilio. Uh, <laughs> this this next one is at Diddy Musk. What's worse being Keenan Allen slash Le'Veon Bell owner this year. Or Ray Rice AP owner last year. Me, he said he he was the same person last year. Um, the answer is Kaepernick's birthday, <laughs>
2: <laughs> which is today, right? It's
1: today. Yeah, yeah. But, oh man, that 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 whole fiasco is pretty that, insane.
2: That, here, here's what I hope for Colin Kaepernick. I hope that. I hope that he gets blind drunk on his birthday to, to forget about all this horrible stuff. And I hope that he gets a haircut and he gets a, a shave.
1: Yeah, what is going on with you, that? You look homeless, Colin. <laughs> yeah, what is he doing with that? He does not look good. Uh, this next one is at a fauxha, fa- Oh, we did this one again before too. <laughs> is, is, is Bortles a decent play this week or do I go uh, back to the shower cry inducing Tannehill this week? I would play Tannehill over Bortles all day long. Bortles on the road against the Jets.
2: Yeah, and and I know I know we don't chase volume or anything, but uh, it's I think it's worth noting that quarterbacks are throwing 40 times on average against Buffalo.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a pretty good situation. Um, next one, should I start Blake Bortles or Andrew Luck? This is from at Conroe Bryan.
2: What a question!
1: Ooh, let's start. Tom, would you start? Blake Bortles against the Jets or Andrew Luck against the Broncos.
0: Uh, you can't start a quarterback against the Broncos, right? I yes. I
1: agree. I totally agree. I think you bench luck for Bortles this week.
2: Yes, you bench luck for anyone, I think.
1: Yeah, and, and the the addition to this question, by the way, is and should I drink ginger ale or seven up after I vomit once I've decided? <laughs> <laughs> go
2: go with go with ginger ale. At least you can pretend it's not poison like like other sodas.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, man! Uh, this next one is uh, at crimson six eight seven per late round quarterback Twitter rant. When will the running back streamer picks be added to the podcast?
2: Oh come on, dude!
1: Hey, it's I mean I don't think that that exists, but I I do think that <clears throat> there needs to be a reevaluation of the way that we all are constructing not constructing lineups, but the way that fantasy football is formatted.
2: Yeah, well, sure, but I mean the concept. I, I've I've been on on shows before where they're like. Like next thing, you know, you'll be streaming running backs. I'm like, well, not really, because I have two really great running backs. Right. Like
1: the, the the entire reason that you can't is because everyone needs like there's a need for running backs. The reason you can at quarterback and defense because no one no one needs more than one.
2: Yeah, it's a it's a big like when I go when I've when I've been on on like you know radio radio spots where they they mention that it's a it's a big time like well actually right you know, I mean.
1: right uh, this next one uh we have two more. This next one is at Mojasa. In a vacuum, would you trade Diggs for Lashawn McCoy?
2: Trade trade who?
1: Stefan Diggs for uh, for LaShawn McCoy. I mean probably, right? In a vacuum. I think I would in a vacuum. I kind of love Digs. Of course you do. Of course you do. What do you, you do. mean? Of course. That's just such a Denny. This is such is, a Denny move. What does that mean? The, the, the guy's the only. He's the only pass
2: catch, catching option on his team.
1: No, you're not. You're not wrong. I mean, he's he's in a really good spot. He's very very good. Um, I I would just go. I I would go McCoy. Just given, um, the the position itself but I can, I can understand Diggs. Yeah,
2: no, yeah, okay, all right. I've, I've, I've come down off my hot take stool. <laughs> all, right, all
1: right, And then uh, the other thing to this question is also in a vacuum is where is where candy corn belongs after you throw it on the floor. Yeah,
2: go, go to hell, honestly. That's, a, that's below the bell. You know, Halloween's not that long, though.
1: So last question. This is a good one. It's from at Salesman Artie. He said, which player would be the last person you would invite to Thanksgiving?
0: Oh, I mean, there's no choice. It's not
1: multiple choice. No, we have to. This is this is a, a free for all. So in my my
2: nightmare Thanksgiving scenario is one in which uh, a, a political discussion breaks out, and um, because you know, I mean i I have Thanksgiving with my very very conservative, politically conservative <laughs> family, so it doesn't it doesn't usually it usually you know gives me uh, heartburn while I'm trying to down my eighth ear of corn. Um, so I'm trying to think, I mean, who, who is like, like actively very conservative?
1: I don't know. I could see like, I could see like Bill O'Brien being so obnoxious at Thanksgiving. That's not a player, but like, I feel like he would be super obnoxious at Thanksgiving. I'm
2: trying to think here. Oh, but, well. J- what
1: about JJ Watt, Danny?
2: Oh, uh, he would be intolerable. I mean, just, <laughs> I mean, he, he
1: would,
2: he would, he would like, uh, stare at you from across the table and be like, eat like a champion. Eat
1: like a champion. <laughs> right, right.
2: Drink, you know, I, you'd be like, hey, hey, JJ, would you like, uh, would you like some red wine with your, with your day? No, I don't, I don't drink alcohol.
1: You know what I just started picturing is Jay Cutler eating mashed potatoes. Like, oh, just imagine how, how sloppy and lazy he would eat mashed potatoes. Oh, he'd
0: be putting his cigarette out in his mashed. potatoes. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, yeah he would, was- he would take a bite and then just lean back and just put that cigarette right in the middle of the mashed potatoes. Yeah. That's- Absolutely. That Absolutely. he he would be fun to have around Thanksgiving. He wouldn't be, he wouldn't be a, a bad one. I mean, our, like I'm not one of the people. Like I wouldn't like, like the the guy who sent the tweet said that he wouldn't want Eddie Lacey there because of fat Eddie Lacey, But like I don't care if someone's overweight at Thanksgiving. Yeah, right. Like there should be enough food, right? Right? Like that's not that's not that. I mean, you just don't want obnoxious people because you're miserable after you eat. For for those of us who actually eat Thanksgiving meals, Denny you're you're miserable after you eat and you don't want to have the, the jj watts that are like punching you in the stomach like trying to get you to go outside and throw the football 20 minutes after you just devoured a turkey
2: right and he definitely he would be doing sprints he'd be doing suicides uh, right, after, <laughs> right after dinner and
1: no one, no one wants to do that right i agree do you have anyone tom that you would that you would not want to have at your thanksgiving dinner
0: uh you know i I have somebody I'd want to be at the Thanksgiving dinner, probably Tom Brady, because um, then my wife would be staring at Tom Brady and talking to him, and I'd be over, like, watching all the games. Nice. And-
1: okay, that's a that's a strategic oh. move. That's a very yeah. strategic move. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a smart one. Yeah, are you Patriots? You're from Boston, aren't you?
0: I am, yeah.
1: Oh, man, Patriot fans. So,
0: yeah, Wait. I know. Nobody else likes the pay. The Patriots are approaching cowboy-level hate.
1: They are. They definitely are. Totally. No. They've they've ruined my life a few times as a Steeler fan. The only times we win Super Bowls were when the Patriots are, are out.
2: Um I was a Dolphins fan for most of my life, so you know, give me a break.
1: Yeah, like right. the, the, the Jay Fiedler days.
2: Yeah, when the Patriots there there was one year in particular that the, the, the Patriots toyed with the oh, it was their undefeated season. It was it was humiliating. It was honestly like the worst feeling I've ever had watching a football game.
1: Yeah. yeah but so
0: was the end of that season for patriots fans
1: yeah. oh yeah very Dad. true i'm sorry yeah. tom
2: but whew, that was that was therapeutic
1: i'm never you don't apologize to a patriots fan
2: no, no, no. you're right you're right no. they they won 14 Super Bowls. Right. Yeah, yeah, i think i think
0: raiders fans hate us the most
1: yeah i That's, could see yeah. that. i could totally see that i feel it yeah totally all right, that does it then for the podcast. Tom, why don't you just just help your brand a little bit? Just let every know, everyone know what you're working on, how they can find you, and so on.
0: All right, well, currently I'm on the CW show Rain, which is uh, spelled R-E-I-G-N. Uh, and I'm doing a really hilarious British accent on there. It's not supposed to be hilarious, but it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's on Friday nights on CW. Um, my Twitter account is uh, at Tom E. Scott. And uh, yeah, that's it. I'm uh, oh in the movie with Emma and uh, Emma, Emma Stone and uh, Ryan Gosling, uh, La La Land. Unless they change the title, she'll be coming out next fall.
1: Awesome! I'm sure I'm sure sure we'll uh, we'll be all about that promoting it too for for our, for our listeners. Absolutely, those who forget.
2: All right, um,
1: Denny, where can everyone find you?
2: Uh, at CV Carter 13 on the Twitter, and you can find my defensive streaming scores at thefakefootball.com.
1: And I'm JJ Zacharyson. and you can find me on Twitter at late round QB and all of my work over at numberfire.com. Lots of content being cranked out there. I won't mention uh, the other podcasts that I do just, just because I've been too, too mean to Denny. Shaking um, my head. Tom, thank you so much for joining. It's been awesome to talk to you and, and just kind of, you know, see the other side and talk to the other side of this <laughs> podcast rather than just talking to Denny all the time. Cause I can't handle it.
0: I know that. Uh... <laughs> I appreciate it. I, it was a pleasure for me. Um, I mean, I know it's not as big a coup to get me on as it would be to get Larry Donnell. Larry <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Donald, right. sorry. But, uh, but the pleasure, pleasure was all mine. Thanks, guys.
2: Yeah, Bye.
1: thanks, Tom. I appreciate it, Tom. All right, guys, thanks for listening, and good luck in week nine.
0: Thank you for listening to Live the Stream. We hope you enjoyed the internet
1: podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes now. It won't take long, it's fast. For
2: more fantasy football info, check out makegroundqb.com.
0: Hope you come back soon as we share about...